What's up, it's Adel Server Pueblo. This is Chris Gomez, and you're listening to the Daily Corn Mill on Cuba 101.5 FMLP. Thanks for joining us. Today, we've got a very special guest with us who curated this intro song. We have uh, from the Department of Health Services, Christina Gutierrez, who is the billing supervisor. How are you doing, Christina? I'm doing good. Good. So um, we're going to be talking about uh, a lot about what your job is and, and everything that it entails over there uh, for the Department of Health Services. Um, thanks for joining me here today. Um, for those of you that don't know, the Daily Corn Mill is our podcast that we do on um, usually a weekly basis. And we've had a lot of guests from the, the Department of Health Services lately just because there's a lot going on there. And um, if you missed any of it, you can catch this podcast or any other podcast by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere that you get your podcast. Search the Daily Corn Mill and you can uh, get this episode and, and previous episodes of that. So uh, yesterday we had Melissa Gomez, who does clinical operations. Next week, we got Dr. Vishwamisha coming in from Dento. So, you know, a lot, lot of good information coming up. So um, how, how, so today's May 3rd. Tomorrow's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. May Since the fourth be with you. Yeah. Are you into Star Wars, Christina? No. <laughs> no, you're not. You've never seen one Star Wars movie? No, I have. I just I don't get into those movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not for everybody. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, first off, let's talk about the division that you work for in, in health services. Um, and I mean, just really basically, um, h- um, how long have you been um, working with billing and coding? Okay. So I've been working with billing and coding for... Um, little a little over uh 12 years so i did start off um i went to school for insurance processing and it all started from there for insurance processing wow 12 years then yeah time really flies it does yeah yeah it does okay so you you have to get like a certification of some sort or something then right well uh like I, like I said, I got a certificate in insurance uh-huh. processing. Um, that's what opened the doors for me um, to go into the insurance in the world to the world of insurance, yeah, uh, health insurance. And um, I did start as a receptionist at a nonprofit organization, and slowly built up from there. Yeah, so you got more experience as you went along. Correct. Yeah, so a lot of listeners out there might not know what it, what exactly is uh, um, billing and coding. What does billing and coding consist of? So, billing and coding. Okay, so let's start off with coding. Um, coding uh, takes a description of a disease, injury, and healthcare procedures from physicians or healthcare providers, transform them into numeric, alphanumeric. Codes um, accurately describes the diagnosis and procedures that are performed. Okay, so it's an it's a code, right? It is a code. And the purpose of that is if if um so nobody would be able to see anybody's medical records, exactly. right? Exactly. So like someone goes into the doctor, they have a head injury. The doctor will say head injury, but then that is transformed into a numeric code. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's really t- to protect the patient's privacy and rights. Correct. Yeah, and for billing cool. purposes. And for billing purposes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are those codes universal, or uh, like that? Are they universally used for by insurances, or yes? Are are they okay? Specific. They're specific for um, um, insure processing claims. So, so I mean, I mean, like it's funny because like I, I've never even like given a second thought. I just think that you go to the doctor, you get seen, you get seen, and that you know that's it. Like there's there's like not really much behind the scenes, but I guess like your medical record. 
Um, I, I, I mean, it would make sense that, you know, your insurer or whoever it is, you know, your, your healthcare provider would keep, you know, um, thorough medical records and mm -hmm. your medical history. So coding is a big part of that. Coding is a big part of that. Yeah, it does. It does make me feel a lot better, though, like knowing that that uh, <laughs> that my privacy is like protected now, like like that. It, it uh, is. It is protected, especially when it comes over uh, from the doctor. Um, when the doctor's documenting, they document, they go into detail. Yeah. Um, so they're actually writing as they should. As they should. Exactly. Yeah. So when it comes over to the coder, the coder is seeing the the notes as well as the new, the numeric the code. Okay, so um, I, I just talked to PRC and clinical operations in the past couple of days, right? And it's my understanding that you guys have a ton of patients. I mean, just, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, um, you know, there's a waiting list sometimes to yeah. be seen in the clinic and that. So that must mean you have a lot of work. Yeah, we are clearing, um, I'm going to say about over 500 visits throughout the month. Throughout the month. Wow. That's, and that's just an average number. Sometimes we can go up to seven, 800 visits. That yeah, like during flu season or whatever. Oh, yeah, especially during flu season. It's yeah. In the winter, that's when it uh, those numbers spike up. And you really have to be accurate with everything, right? Yes. Be because, because I, if, I mean... Yeah, if you're you, not accurate with those with those codes, if... Um, yeah, you could put somebody else's medical records in exactly. somewhere else. So you guys really have to be focused and on top of things. Exactly. And... Um, as well as um, audits. We can get audits. We can get audited by an insurance company if you are coding something incorrect. So what would happen? And it flags them. What would happen if um, you got a finding? Like what would what would go down? Like you would get notified by the insurance? Yeah, you or? would get notified by the insurance. So what happens is, say, for example, the doctor uh, diagnoses a patient, right? Um, the, it, it process, the claim will process and something just doesn't look right to the insurance company, they won't automatically come in and say, I'm going to audit you. They're going to send a notice that says, you know... Um, hey, double check your work. Exactly, like yeah. check, you know, this code um, doesn't go with this other code that you're using. And so um, we kind of have to fix the claim then or go back to the doctor and find out like, hey, doctor, you know, this is what happened. And fix the claim. I mean, they do give you a chance to fix the claim. Yeah. Fix that issue and then... But if it continues, if it becomes a, a, a thing where it's, it's just a continuing thing, then more than likely you're going to get audited. Okay. Uh, um, so we want to avoid being audited like, at yeah, all costs, exactly. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're the billing supervisor. How, how big is the coding staff, the billing and coding staff? So we have one biller uh -huh. and one coder. Okay. And so the coder does review visits um, for the entire clinic. So... That would be optometry, behavioral, um, medical, dental, lab. Okay. Um, so I, I, I know um, this next question is like, like, what would happen if there weren't coders or billers? Like, you know, could, could the clinic function without them? No. No? Just mm -mm. You know, plain out no. Yeah. Plain out no, no. You, you, uh, you cannot function without a coder and a biller. Uh-huh. Um, the coder is the one that's 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 the second pair of eyes for the doctor. So the doctor can be, you know, the doctor's always busy, always seeing patient. So they're documenting. But um, it's just like any other system, things can go wrong. And yeah. so it can pick up a wrong code. So the coder becomes like a second eyes to the doctor. Yeah. So back in the days, you used to have like these gigantic medical files, right? Like mm -hmm. that, you know, people would like carry around like in, you know, file cabinets everywhere and. 
briefcases exactly. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. 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 When the doctor would travel around with a doctor bag and that. But nowadays, like everything's done digitally, Everything right? is done electronically. Yeah. So your server has to be secure. Exactly. That's you, very secure. Yeah. IHS is very... Um, um, that's Indian Health Services. Indian for those Health of you Services, that exactly. Indian yeah. Health Services is on top of that. They yeah. don't, you know, we cannot leave any yeah. any screens open. If we step out of our office, we cannot leave our screens open for anything because you got patient information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you, you never hear like in the news that Indian Health Services had some, you know, big hack job or... You know, you hear that about Target or... You hear you that about I mean? Target or other, yeah. do- or other yeah, doctors. Yeah, take that, Target. <laughs> Indian you know Health Services I'm got I'm surprised. You, I'm, you know yeah. what? That's, that's a good point. I I've, haven't yeah. heard anything. So yeah, never. So that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a good thing. You know, uh, I'm not not just Indian Health Services, but you really don't hear about a lot of um health, the health field in general. So I guess co- coders are doing a great job out there. And, you know, whoever the insurance is and the people documenting, you don't hear about big hacks like going on. I, I can't no. think of one like off the top of my head. Yeah. And you would think it would be a target for like, you know, people to hack. Yeah. Know, because stuff. that's patient information. Yeah. Um, You've got a lot of, you know, private patient um, information. Yeah. But HIPAA is like federal law. So you're going to prison if exactly. you hack that. Yeah. Or if you, you do something, that. if you m- mention someone's name out there, say, hey, I saw this person here. That's. Yeah. That's yeah. That's I mean, no like, like it, it, number one, you're probably going to get terminated from the tribe. Exactly. Like, period. Yeah, like that's immediately. Yeah. And then you still have to deal with the federal consequences of that. Exactly. And yeah. so every year and we probably do a take civil suit too. Exactly. On top it, of all that. It keeps going. Yeah. It keeps going. And we do take trainings um every year for that. Mm-hmm. To keep on top of that. Yeah. So um yeah, back to it, I know like like sometimes there we had a conversation yesterday about how everybody knows everybody here yeah. on the reservation. And um, it, I remember getting complaints about like, well, you know, like everyone knows my business, you know, like when I go to the clinic and that. And I, like while well, you're in the lobby telling everybody what your business is. <laughs> yeah, the reason it, why you're there. Yeah. And it always used to be like, well, we're, we, it doesn't come from the staff. That's for sure. So if you went home and told your sister and your sister told so-and-so and, you know, in the res- reservation just being so close-knit, that's how it gets out there. But, it, you know, I can assure you it doesn't come from the staff and. Yeah, no. If anything like that ever happened, they would, you know, it would happen once and probably never again by that individual. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, like I said, we do take trainings for 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 all that for confidentiality. I mean, confidentiality is number one, especially for me. Like I said, coming from from a nonprofit organization, that I knew confidentiality was number one thing. Um, Um. Yeah. Patients need to be careful when they go, you know, when they speak and in the lobby yeah so um take me through what a typical day looks like for where you're working oh for our department or for our division i'm sorry um a typical day we start off with um for example me um the billing supervisor what i do is i go in there um start off the day by making sure if we have any payments that came in so a lot of our payments come in electronically so we have different um, areas where we get our our EOBs, with which are the electron... Um, EOBs, Explanation of Benefits. Expl- sorry, Explanation yeah. of Benefits. Don't ask me how I know that. I just do. Because I'm sure you get one at home. <laughs> An EOB? An EOB, I, yeah. people get I, You know, I never open those, and no. I really should. So what we do is we... Um, our Explanation of Benefits come in through um, different different sites. So, like, for example, um, Availity. That's one of the sites that we get payments um, through El Paso Health, um, and so and Medicaid. 
So what, we, what I do is I, I make sure we have any payment. We don't have any payments. And if we do download those, uh, start posting those payments. First things, first things first is post those payments. Make sure that they're not, mm-hmm. that they don't sit on your desk for too long. So we post them. Um, um, the coder gets there, sees what they have, um, what visits are available and ready for her to start working on. Um, so that's pretty much like an all-day thing for her. She All she does is clear all day. The biller gets all the billing that needs to be billed from that, you know, from the date, from the date. Um, yeah, so if, if they're not doing their job, then um, the health services department's losing money, right? Yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're not sending out a claim that happened yesterday, yeah, I mean, you're losing money. So you're vital to keeping that place running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we talked a little bit yesterday about the expansion of the clinic. Mm-hmm. How do you see that expansion or that the new facility? I shouldn't call it an expansion because you guys are just going to move over to a brand new facility, to a bigger facility with new physicians and new dental workers and you know just more services all around, more direct services. So we're not going to... How do you see that impacting your, your division? Oh, wow, that's going to double the work that we have right now and hopefully even triple and more because a new building calls for like like you said new providers um probably more tribal members wanting to come in mm-hmm. why because we have more than one doctor we have more than one dentist and now on you're site. able to see and, and so they're going to be able to get seen faster so so will there be you guys be hiring coders and billers yes. you think yes yes okay yes. so uh, that that is in in the in the works to hire new um to add to the staff that we have right now. So we're looking because the, the site's been cleared. You know, they're working on the design right now. Mm-hmm. So we're we're probably about a year away. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe realistically, when shovel hits dirt and you know, like the bricks start going down, and then all the equipment goes. So if there was somebody interested in um, becoming a biller or a coder, where would they go to to um, uh, like like how ha- um, get training? I guess like what would be a um, a good good thing. Like if someone wants to be a coder, like if they're thinking about, hey, you know, I wanna, I wanna get my foot in the door at the new clinic. I wanna yeah. be a coder. I would suggest that they start looking into maybe applying at a, a technical school mm-hmm. or um, at AAPC so that they can um, take uh, courses to become a certified and, and coder. How how long is the program? Like generally. Like, about just a year a year okay yeah, so if you started now exactly if, if yeah. you start now you should be ready to go yeah, by the you time should be the ready to go comes. by the new clinic comes so you know i i would head over to the tribal empowerment department and, and start getting start getting yeah, assistance you know the, the, yeah that's something that you could get a certification for in a year's time and and you know be ready and the funny part is i know a couple of coders just personally that mm-hmm. you know that that have done that um yeah yeah and um you know, just friends of mine or whatever. I know about like three or four of them. And all of them always tell me like, oh, I have mandatory overtime. I have, uh, you know, we're backed up on claims. We're, you know, doing that. And then a lot of them get to work from home too. Yeah, That's, yeah. that's an ideal job for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. You know what I mean? Just because it's like, I'm going to do these dishes before I get started. Or exactly. I'm going to, you know, things, things wash happen these clothes. At home. Yeah, like, you know, so I mean... Or, or I, I guess if I had to, like, if that was my profession, like, you know, okay, well, I'm going to get disciplined. The door's going to shut. Mm-hmm. I have this many, um, you know, files that I need to clear, you know, because I'm sure okay. they don't just like, oh, you get to work from home and you get paid. And I did four claims. No, the, thing, yeah. the, the way the code, the way it works yeah. for a coder is that you, a coder needs to constantly be on those visits, reviewing them, completing them, getting them out so that when it gets to the biller, they're ready to go because if, um, 
service takes place today, the minute that that visit closes, that the doctor is done, then every day is imp- starts count- it, it starts counting towards the claim. Mm-hmm. So some insurance companies only give us 95 days to bill out a claim. So if it sits in the coding queue, um, which is the, the system that the coder uses, if it sits there for too long, then more than likely uh, that claim could get denied for timely filing. Yeah. And so it does hurt at the end. It hurts. It hurts yeah. the clinic. So, I mean, if you're interested in going into this field, it just seems like there's a lot of job security because as long as there's physicians and patients and I mean, mm-hmm. not necessarily even just for the tribe, but in general. Exactly. Like and there's going to be a need for coding and billing out there and, you know, authorizations and things like that. So I guess it's a good I, I mean, it seems like it's it's a quick program that you could get certified in. And, and um, you know, it takes a lot of hard work and dedication and attention I mean, for detail. Attention, attention. Exactly. Yeah. The same thing goes for the billing. There is a bill. There is a billing program. Um, so that must be why you're a photographer also. Very detailed. Yeah, because of the attention for detail, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, for those of you that don't know, um, Christina is a photographer also. She she what what's your company called? Your your Oh, uh, it's just Christina Gutierrez Photography. Okay. And and do you have um like anywhere where people can see your past work? Well, if people have Facebook and they have me on Facebook, they can follow me on Facebook on my own personal Facebook. I usually that's where I upload a lot of uh my work. Um I do I've have seen your Facebook work, it's very good. Awesome. Thank By the you. way, yeah, Thank some you. of your graduation pictures that you did for the pre K, pre K kids, and some of, uh, um, like like the your 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 family pictures yes. too, are, are are really nice. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I was trying to give you love. I give you a like all yeah, the time. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Cause, <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Like like you know, I'll I'll put I'll post videos or photos or whatever, and people are like, "Hey, I saw your picture." And I'm like, so where was the like? Yeah. Where's the love? That 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 counts a lot. Where's the smiley lot. face emoji? You exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah. A heart something or even like a thumbs down if it's, you don't it, like it. It's just, it's just a click, you know? Exactly. It's a click. <laughs> like, I, I I need that click. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I need that 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 click like a drug, you know? <laughs> no. Yeah. So, um, um, how long have you been doing photography? Uh, you know what? I got into photography when I was a very young teenager. I had, um. Uh, a 110 camera. A 110. Wow. A 110. That's old school. 35 millimeter. Yeah. You moved up in the world. Moved up in the world. Eventually, um, I got a digital camera. Yeah. Started moving from there. It, it, it's kind of sad that that's kind of like the film and the dark room and everything. It's a lost art now. It is. It's a lost yeah. art. It's sad. It's it's crazy how now everything is, is digital and, and yeah. you can simply take a, you can change the, your camera to go from color to black and white. Yeah. When back then you had to buy a film that was or black and white. Yeah, or even in the computer, you know, like like you I guess you can do all these edits. On yeah, computer. now only hipsters are developing their film in in, in dark know, rooms. That's what and I was stuff. exactly. I was yeah. telling my daughter that this weekend actually. That yeah, it's crazy how I used to walk around with uh, with the one ten, and you knew you only had twenty four pictures to take. Yeah, and you had like, to make sure you got the I'm right picture. I'm wasting this one. No, you're not. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, like waste sorry, this. you're not. Pic- you're not one ten worthy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just remember uh, um, all those little cartridges um, of film. I was just telling telling Monster the other day about uh, um, a disposable camera. You know that that I'd like to find. You know, like one day. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah. Yeah. A- anyway, um, so. Um, that's just something that you do for passion or like do you uh, I'll earn some money from doing that? Um, I do it for passion. I like doing it. I, I, I enjoy it. Um, it does it, you know, it has become a side, a side job if you think about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do get people that call me once in a while and ask me that they want like a graduation, family pictures, um, baby pictures. So when was the last time you shot anything? This past weekend. This past weekend. So you were up at the Gathering of Nations, right? Yes. Up in Albuquerque, New Mexico? Yes. We took my niece Annika up there since she is uh, the 2018-19 powwow princess. The Rocking the Riz powwow princess, right? So we took her up there. She wanted to get the whole experience, wanted to be involved with the princesses, and she she did yeah. it. She what, what, what's that princess scene like? There's a lot of princesses. Yeah, everywhere. well, there's a lot of nations out there, yeah, and if each one of, of them has a, has a princess. And they're all, f- I mean, super friendly people out there. Yeah, you got to be outgoing to be a princess. Exactly. You, can't, you, you, know, you can't be shy. You can't be shy about it. You know, yeah. you got, you, you, they want you in the parade, so. They want you in the parade. They want you to participate in, um, uh, at the, walking into the power. They yeah. call you randomly to go just. To be there with the other princesses, yeah. it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to see. R- ribbon cuttings, the whole thing. So exactly. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and the thing about like Native American um, pageants and princesses and and things like that is um, it, it's it's a lot more than just like made up beauty. You know what I mean? Like like they they, they look at how much like you know your culture. How you much know, you're involved? How much you're involved? In, what you, you know, know what I mean? like because that that really is true beauty when it comes down to it. You exactly. know, and you're just uh, you know gotta be a well rounded you know, young lady to, you know, to represent, to represent and exactly. to, to be able to do it in like a modern world and to, to like know what you're doing in your tribal world too. Mm-hmm. So, and that's your second niece that's been, that's held the title of princess, exactly. right? Yeah, so, so her, her older sister held the title, held the title right? Um, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, uh, it's, it's, it's been amazing to, to see those girls hold yeah. the title and they, they did a well job. I mean, my niece right now is doing a good job. Holding yeah. That yeah. Title. And yeah, Samantha representing did an awesome and job too as well. Yeah, so that's cool. Like you've had two nieces. Two nieces. Now but this I'm is the first one that went to the gathering, that's, right? She was the first one to go to the gathering and represent, you know, the wow, walk in the that's rest. cool. How, how'd you like the gathering? Oh my god, it was beautiful. This was my first time out there, and I mean, yeah, yeah, it doesn't compare to anything else. I think that was amazing. It was yeah. amazing to see. I mean, yeah, like we have our power here, and it, it's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful. It's wonderful, and you know, like um, since that started um, eleven years ago, I believe. Correct. Yeah, we're like on the tenth or eleventh anniversary of that. Um, so many of our own tribal members, like powwow dancing, wasn't really a big thing mm-hmm. like here. You know, like so you had your social dance group. Me and you were on the social yeah, dance group together. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah, well, this yeah. this is Over how long ago it was. Ago. Yeah, we, we were listening to Oasis <laughs> at the t- <laughs> at the time. I remember right. Christmas you gave me an Oasis CD. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I drew you in the gift exchange. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, how funny, man. That that's cool that's CD. how long I still it have is. my CD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a dying art too. You have exactly. your one tens and your in your CDs and exactly. everything. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, Oasis, good times. We should have started off with an Oasis song. Yeah, we yeah, that, that would have been good. But yeah. Panic at the Disco is fine, too. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome right now. Cool. Um, so, um, yeah, our powwow is beautiful and everything. But, I mean, like, the Gathering of Nations, that is the powwow. That is the powwow. It was yeah. It was beautiful. I, you know, when the our powwow first started, I, um, I did participate. I did compete. It is the hardest thing you'll ever have to do. I'll say that. Yeah, I bet. I apologize. My phone That's going off here in the office here. I'm trying to deny this. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that happens when you record live, right? Okay, so um, the gathering, you, you guys drove up there? We did. We drove up there Thursday. 
uh, stayed out there till Sunday. We got back on Sunday. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we did do both days at the powwow. What was your favorite part? Music. Music? The, the music that these native artists are doing. Are beautiful. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about like like the powwow music. I'm not talking music. about the powwow music. I'm You're talking, talking about, about the like concerts outside. The concerts outside yeah. on stage 49. Yeah, it was amazing, beautiful. I mean, the music. Contemporary is music, right? Contemporary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Contemporary. Okay, so so like, what artists did you see out there? Like, like uh, Anton Edwards. Um, gosh, my daughter's gonna kill me if I say it wrong. Grez, Grizz some guy with the blue hair yeah that, that's when you know you're old christina yeah, that's when, when you, you, know, and you can't don't, don't yeah. say that yeah it's that <laughs> one rapper uh you that, know. well he was a he was a rapper he was awesome was good. A, yeah down yeah. to earth Those, these people are down to earth people man it's it's, yeah. it's amazing and we got to see this rock band called blind drive is that is that the cd you're that carrying is around the cd that i'm carrying yeah right now. yeah christina walks in here with a cd and yeah, everything yeah awesome. i can't figure out how to hook up the cd player right throw it on but she's you said it was like an alternative rock alternative kind of rock band. yeah yeah the, awesome. the cover looked like a death metal band or <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it does get into it, it does go into that but it was awesome no, yeah there, there was a lot of good music out there yeah that's cool and and i i think like what's going on around with uh, um native american music you know like just um technologies allowed people to record mm-hmm. like really good albums like you know yeah. without with very little thing and um i think a lot of these artists like i, I like when you hear um oh that's a native artist because like like they're just an artist first of all you know exactly. what i mean like and it's not like oh well that's indian music or native music it's mm-hmm. just music and you know this is an artist that just happens to be native american and exactly is and as good as anybody else you know exactly yeah out there and some you know even though they rap and they sing to whatever they're going through in the moment. Yeah. They also talk a lot about, you know, where they came from. Yeah. And the struggles that they had to get to where yeah, they well, well, and it's 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 amazing. I think the best I mean not just music but just art in general like it comes from, you know, the soul and the, mm-hmm. you know, true experiences and and you can tell which artists are fake. Mm-hmm. And then which ones have had real experience, and you know the the best ones are the ones that wear those experiences on their sleeves, and exactly, yeah, you know, and carry it with them, and you know that's where you get the truest form of art and music, and you know if being native is part of that, you know, like well, you know, more more power to you, exactly. but um, if you want to make it big, like you have to like like expand beyond the Native American audience, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you, they do. you have I mean, to appeal to you know like a, to other to other cultures other cultures yeah exactly you know and and i i think like as natives sometimes we pigeonhole ourselves like okay well this is native american you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah uh these are native american actors like no this dude's just an actor like why exactly. can't why can't he be an endgame why you yeah why I can't mean? he just like, be an actor why can't he just yeah. be a director or yeah but we always put that that you know it's a native yeah. actor and well i guess it's so that the tribal people can take pride but like um like you know, like Justin Maes is Maes isn't a Native American baseball player. You wow, know, what he's I mean, a he's just sure. a pitcher. You know, he's just a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but awesome. I, I don't know. Like we're a race of people that just tends to do that. You know, just name ourselves as natives and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> we do cool. That. So just to backtrack back to the billing and, and um, coding and everything. So, um, what kind of calls do you get from the? tribal community like like what kind of issues do you have to fix um where, where they they would need to contact you um some of the calls that we get is um simple ones like i got the explanation of benefits at home i don't know what this means i don't know if they paid you guys did they 
you know, did they not pay you? Do I owe you something? And one of the things that the, you know, more than, more than every, I mean, more than, more than likely they know they don't have to pay a copay, but they, you know, we get those calls where, do I have to pay you something? Do I owe you something? And so we kind of just go over the explanation of benefits with them. And I explain to them most of the time by then we already got payment or we got an explanation of benefits that explains what, why, you know, if the visit, if the visit got paid or not. So then we talk about that. We go into detail. Other calls we get are, you know, I, I'm going to turn 65. Should I, how do I apply for Medicare? Or what do I do? Do you think this insurance is good for me? Do you, and so those are the kind of calls that we have, that we get. And those are the calls that, um, um, you know, that, or not, not that we focus, we focus on every single call that comes through, but we try to help the tribal member as much as we can with them. That's one of the other things that we're doing um, in the building and coding is helping out our Medicare population, the tribal members that have Medicare. Our elders are 65 and up, don't, don't really understand how their insurance works. So um, we're trying to push that out there right now to show them that, you know, that we got this yeah. vision that can help them out and, Sort out, sort out their, and then, sort I know you bring issues. them on. You bring them on, like like the actual Medicare people on yes, to do presentations. Exactly. And stuff, so, so last uh, in March, we had a presentation. We had someone come out and do a, a benefit. Uh, um, I guess understanding your benefits for Medicare. So they broke it down for them, and even then, the person that did the presentation took time and you know and sat with one on one with everyone. We didn't get a lot of people, but hey. If we got one person out there, that was more than yeah. Enough. That understands what their benefits yeah. are now. Yeah, yeah that's what it's all about. So, so that's something that we're gonna try to push out more throughout the year is make small meetings like that where if someone's having questions, because sometimes they they don't even know that we exist. Yeah. So if yeah. we can push that out, those type of meetings out and bring them in and if they have yeah, questions, definitely. yeah. Yeah. So keep, I mean, keep it tuned in here, like, and I'll, I'll let everybody know when they are. And, you know, that way, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you have yeah, any questions definitely. about that, I mean, you don't have to wait for one of those meetings. You can contact, uh, um, Christina or any of our staff members. The number to call is 915-858-1076. And then remember that they have an automated system. So do, do you know what number you are on the dial uh, when they, when they call to the answering board? That's a good question, but yeah. if it if it does ask for an extension, they can do six one one three. That takes them straight to our biller, which is Christy. Her name is Christy as well. She um, will then uh, push out the call wherever it needs to go. Yeah, wherever it needs to go. Yeah. And um, um, if you need to fax them, the number the fax number there is nine one five eight six zero sixty one sixty six. Christina Gutierrez is the billing supervisor. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any other information you'd like to add or give out over the air, Christina? Um. No, besides that, I mean, like I said, if they have any questions regarding their Medicare, they can come in and talk to us. Uh, we, they don't need an appointment. They can walk into the clinic. We are there from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Um, either myself or Christina Ray can help them out with um, any any issues they're having with their Medicare. Yeah, 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. The address there is 9314 Juan Chido Lane, and that is 79907, right in the middle of, right literally in the middle of the Iacatu village. Exactly. There. Okay. So um, you can get them there. Once again, the phone number there for, for Christina, the two Christies, the which two. we learned today, uh, um, Gutierrez or Ray, is 915-858-76, extension 6113. Or you can just at the op- get the operator to take you there, hit zero. Yeah, or, uh, go we'll, in, or walk into the clinic. We're, we're always there. 
Yeah, I was there. Yeah, well, th thank you for the work that you do, Christina, and for being a guest today. Like, it was an awesome interview. Remember, if you want to um, hear a replay of this or any other of the um, past episodes we did, we had uh, Elias on a while back. We've had some great guests from the Tribal Empowerment Department. You can go to wherever you find your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's an app called Pocket Cast out there. There's um, Spotify. And search The Daily Corn Mill to get this episode and every other episode Thanks for joining us on the Daily Corn Mill. And again, special thank you to um, Building Supervisor uh, Christina Gutierrez. Thank you for having me. Okay, and have a great weekend. May the fourth be with you all out there. <laughs>